Start your day the KUAM way with our new streaming shows on Facebook Live each weekday. Here's your starting lineup. Mondays, we'll give you a glimpse into our morning meetings with the KUAM news team. Tuesdays, join our group chat with Chris Barnett. Wednesdays, it's crime time with the island's law enforcers. Thursdays, get the latest info with Dave Delgado, who's in the zone. And Fridays, we get Fit AF, fitness and fun. And the best part, all our shows are completely interactive, so you're directly part of the conversation. Join us Monday through Friday starting at 9 a.m. Start your day the KUAM way. Once again, and welcome back, everybody, on the KUAM Podcast Network. This is Nurse Jen Explains, where the very lovely, the very dapper, and the very learned Nurse Jen Artero RN is going to offer you tidbits of insight into how you can live a healthy island life and basically just why your body works the way it does. And Jen, this today's topic is very, very apropos because I, I must say, putting all interesting segues and clever introductions aside and everything it's freaking hot lately hello everybody on spotify and itunes i'm nurse jen and i'm with one of the hottest kuam most eligible bachelors and so today we're going to talk about a topic that you want is somebody to else in the room talk about, okay, right? okay I, I didn't know we're talking about you being legally blind <laughs> no 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 we're talking about and, jason solace ladies and criminally insane. if you ladies could be in the podcast room right now you'd see jason this topic is good for jason because then maybe tonight afterwards he's gonna take you out on a date well th- thank you for the vote of confidence <laughs> and everything like that clearly misguided as though it may be uh but you know okay i appreciate the endorsement and everything yes. um first of all you mentioned spotify we are on spotify the KUM I podcast know, my favorite spotify. Your po- this it podcast favorite. by the way is the number one podcast on spotify for the KUM podcast Aww. network feed so high five Woo-hoo! there you go bam yeah nurse jen explains is rocking on spotify right now but you know it. the uno podcast playlist is coming up so they're gunning for you Oh, Uno I, every single week it does a themed podcast and they ask people to DM us serious? on Instagram and they say at Uno Magazine Guam and we yes. come up with a theme every single week. Last week was, uh, I think it was wedding. Yeah. Wedding songs. We've done 90s jams. We've done weddings. Like, yeah. But, but you are in the front runner seat right now. Oh, you, are the, you are the pole sitter. Wow. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. In. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. But Uno's coming for you and everything. <laughs> so make sure to follow us I on love Spotify, everybody. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, you can follow us on your iOS device there as well. Or if you're on SoundCloud, uh, in between the SoundCloud rap community, <laughs> you can follow us there as well. And that's totally cool because there are some. Damian Lillard, Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers has a very successful career being a SoundCloud rapper. So do not hate on SoundCloud rappers. Okay. But anyway. We're talking about a topic that is very, very hot, and heat is kind of the the operative term, Jen, because you and I were kind of putting our heads together. We were, and we and, were talking and, about one of the things and that nothing just, good ever comes out of that, right? Nothing, right? So, so we are talking about funk, funk, right? Get your Jimi Hendrix wah wah pedal, not that kind of funk. We're talking about body odor, right? Do you know somebody with HBO? What's HBO? 
HBO. I, exactly. Wait, I what, know. What's the H? I know BO is Bobby. I know. I was at a barbecue and I was Heavy telling I was telling my my nieces and nephews about the topic today, and they were like, "So you're going to talk about HBO?" It's not heavenly body odor. That's it's for damn sure. Horrible body. Oh, horrible body. Okay. Horrible body odor. And what a so, terrible wordsmith and I. I never right. I know. I was like, "Wow, that's good. I'm going to use that." Okay. Uh, so I stole it from my nieces and my nephews. And so, have you ever been around somebody that has HBO? And do you tell them? Do you don't tell them? What do we do? Okay. Now, here's the, the, and the funny thing. And you and I, because we're the only ones in the room right now, Uncle Ken is here. The best Uncle producer Ken. in the business. He's absolutely, rocking the boards right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but you and I, we can, we can give ourselves a small pat on the back and, and have a moment's narcissism, right? Because what? you and I both what? confided in each other that we said, we do not have body odor. I don't think I do, but yeah, no, I yeah. can. Oh, okay, and, and I consider myself. Maybe it's a trade-off. I, I can tell you, you don't. No, Uncle Ken doesn't. Maybe I don't it's smell a any. For me, because the I'm, room smells great. I'm today. severely lactose intolerant, uh, okay. and maybe that's a trade-off for me not having body odor. Because I could go out and and work out in like a madman in open air. I can go work in the field. I can work on the yard. I can be out doing a story and everything like that. And I will not be funky. And I consider that an incredible blessing. Oh, I'm the same. Good genetics. Mine is my Asian genetics. Thank you. Yes. Thank yes. you. Scientology, Supreme Being, whatever. Yes. Mine's my Asian genetics. I have a little bit of Japanese in me, right? Mm. And so I have this nice gene. It's the ABCC11 gene. A lot of Asians have it. Science. And we just don't sweat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, oh, okay. There's a, there's a difference to be made then. because I We don't sweat. We don't got BO. I don't sweat profusely, but I do, I do sweat if I'm working, but I don't have That's body odor. That's the stank. The stank. The stinky stank. So you're saying you don't sweat and you don't have BO. Correct. Man. So people like think I don't really work can, can out. Can you also cook? I can't cook either. Okay, because I was going to say you... you You've got the trifecta right there. If you trifecta, your, your right? husband is the happiest man. <laughs> right, I can't cook. Right. Um, okay, so right. but let, let's talk about the, the science behind this and everything like that. All because, right, all right. And, and all joking aside, you and I kind of like like I said, you know, we kind of made that admission to each other that oh yeah, like you know, I don't I don't have like really severe if any body odor and everything. Not everybody is that fortunate, and because Guam again, it's been so brutally hot. Oh recently. my goodness! Uh, yes, and because Hot. Guam, Guam anyway, caliente, yeah, Guam anyway yes. has this insane humidity. Yes, uh, that does produce body odor in the armpit areas, um, in the crotch areas, in the neck areas, in your hair. Um, you, you just emanate. Yes, you know, your these, feet, your groin, your armpits, your genitals, and some people have your it belly way button. Worse than others. I mean, some people have it where it's like disturbingly bad. Yeah, and that's why Jason and I decided oh, belly button, to. Those are Oh. Belly button. Ugh. Do you guys clean your belly button when you jump in the shower? I you do. gotta clean the belly button because if you stick your finger in there and you haven't washed it in the last, I don't know, fifteen years, it's gonna stink. Wait, fifteen years? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just throwing a number. I'm just saying. Okay, wait. clean your okay. belly button. <laughs> so, it, what is the proper way you're supposed to do that with it? With a finger, or because I use a Q-tip? Both. Uh, well, I, I know when I'm in don't the shower. Don't stick Q-tips in your ear. No. But stick Q-tips in your belly. Yeah, button. you're not going to damage any ear canal or hearing. You're not going to lose it. What if yeah. you got an Audi? Oh, then never mind. You don't would, need. Would you, would you still? No, because the no, fact, you don't need. The it's fact, Audi. The it's, fact that your belly button is producing. And odiferous yeah, scent. Yeah, but be- you got an Audi. Be- because it's a cavern, right? Yeah, it- you have an Audi. Nothing's hidden in there. There's no fungus, bacteria. Right. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's what Just causes... put some soap in water. Be- okay, and, and the places on the body that we have mentioned, you know, the armpits, the groin, um, 
The anus. The anus, yeah. The, the reasons why the, these are typically, I mean, depending on where you grew up and if you live mm-hmm. like in some sort of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> free love or, you know, like, yeah, yeah, a, yeah, 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 be, yeah, 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 pla- yeah, yeah, yeah. These are places that naturally. Yeah, are, yeah. Are compressed. Ladies and gentlemen, any place that's dark. They're covered up. Dark, warm, moisture. Um, that has the ability to have funk. Because it's because it's fungus, like you said. Yeah, yeah. It's an increase in sweat. Yeah, but you also it's in those areas have an increased likelihood to get an abscess. What's an abscess? Oh, oh, no. Okay, now, now we're being real, real serious. Abscess is a boil. So, you know, I, I remember the first time I had a patient that had an abscess on her genital area, and the doctor told her, we have to slice it, we have to drain it. I, I had never heard... What is heard the medical term for that? Because my, my IND. Incision and drainage. You, ins- you cut it, and then you no, drain it. No, there's another term for that. Like, when, when, you have like a, when you have a boil and you... Because you can't, it's not like, like what they call like having like skin tags. All right, right. Um, I'm actually showing you my neck right now. because I I've know, got like a yeah. I know. Um, but boils, you can't just like twist them off or cut them off or burn them off. Boils, you have to properly you, drain. Not them. all of them. Right, right. So if, if your boil's painful, it's, it's, it's red, it's inflamed, it's changing colors, then you absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And you got to go see a doctor and he has to do something called an incision and a drainage. So he cuts it. And then he uh, he squeezes the life out of it, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And that is when the lady with the abscess or the boil on her gen- I the everybody heard it. The people in the pharmacy heard her screaming. The people uh. in the waiting room heard her. And I remember thinking in my mind, man, we should have gave her something before we did this IND because God bless her soul. That was a painful one. So, Ouch. Ladies and gentlemen, if you got dark hidden areas, you need to make sure that hygiene is one of your... Uh, daily routines Mm -hmm. because you got to make sure that you clean those areas so you don't get those everybody has dark yeah right but i but but everybody okay so so there's so there's something and again you know places that are covered up by clothing correct um places that are folds yeah fold thank you Um, folding yeah yeah yeah, because not everybody is going to walk around their entire life with their arms up absolutely um, absolutely and are there an an increased concentration in sweat glands, like under your arms and your armpit area, especially if you have a lot of hair down there. Right? And we talked about this on last week's podcast yeah. about hair growth. So if you have a lot of hair growth under your fafa, and then fafa's armpits, right? right. That's my fancy tomorrow for everybody today. The tomorrow word today, Uncle Ken, fafa, <laughs> right? <laughs> You don't say fafa. I sus. The correct way of saying fafa, which are the armpits, is a fafa. Aha! Uh-huh. You're the first it's person to ever fa-fa. tell me that. I never because knew that. It's the truth. I know. The, the real. The, the millennium tomorrow, generation change it? Uh, yeah, they we change changed it. It's it. just like uh, I could have gone to the beach instead of I could have gone to the beach. So the new millennium mm-hmm. thingy and is. the changes, we just have to welcome it with open arms, but that's wrong. You're the first but one to correct me. Fafa. Yeah. There's no such word in tomorrow. It's afafa. Ah. Uh, hmm. Jason. Referring to the anatomy. We have let Uncle King down. Uh, Uncle knowledge King. on Nurse Jennings. We're, we're going to make you proud, and Jason and I are okay. going to start saying it the side, okay, the so, correct way. So, th- so this is something that every single human being will have and has and has to deal with. Yes. Uh, but again, there are some people who have, for whatever reason, overactive sweat glands. 
sweat glands that produce a larger amount of disagreeable scent than other people. <laughs> um, and, no, and, and that's just genetics under normal conditions. Absolutely, but, yes. But there are some people, like, I've, I've, I've known... Uh, because in my time working on Guam, ever since I graduated from college, so like I'm on like year 26, right after I graduated from UOG. Dang, Jason there, always gives his age away. I, I don't know, give I'm, my age. Away. I'm old. No dirt. numbers for Nurse so, Jen. But I know people that have moved here for work, and they said, you know, I never had a problem with BO when I was living in the states. I grew up in like North Carolina, whatever, like that. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. As soon as I came to Guam, they were like, oh my god, I am funky. You know, I, <laughs> and even what, a former coworker of ours, he was saying, he's like, man, I moved here. Yes. From the Northeast. Mm -hmm. And I never had a problem with BO. I came here. I could wake the dead. <laughs> I love and he, that. And he goes, it really worries me. And he goes, because I, and I was like, yeah, it's, I've seen this before. It's the way your, your body's biochemistry is reacting with the humidity in before. So how. But I, it's not okay, only but, that, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Jen, first, as, as a nurse, how often do you see this kind of case where people come in and they're like, I'm really worried about body odor. What can you do to help me? Right. It's it's minute. Most people come for a diagnosis of other things, but it's not only like the climate change. It's also what you eat, right? So diet, okay. Yeah. Or what? Is, is it so what you eat if what you're you coming from sorry, North Carolina, what you eat or what you don't eat? What you eat, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not so much. You're not getting. So your you're coming from North Carolina. You got four seasons. You got winter, spring, fall summer. Mm. You're coming to Guam. What are we all the time? Summer? Are yeah. we always summer? 24-7? So any any foods that are high in sulfur, you gotta like... Like what? What are the foods high in sulfur? Because sulfur, for the, people that aren't scientifically inclined, right. sulfur stinks no matter what. Correct, ladies and gentlemen. Sulfur fumes. So um, these are your meats, your red meats, which is at every barbecue. Right? So There's sulfur high sulfur meat? yeah, high sulfur foods are meats, dairy, garlic, and all those um veggies that are like um um, like broccoli, cabbage, kale, right? Those all also. I was gonna say, of... does kale have it? Because some people disagree. Even though kale is so great for you, in isn't so many it? Ways. Isn't it? It used to be a decoration on the buffet, correct? Like a garnish. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that when we used to be like, oh, that's a pretty thing. Now we're supposed to eat it and drink it, right? We blend it in our smoothies. Yeah. And yummy, yummy. But some, but some people com some people will say that kale kind of smells odd. Correct. And I. I I kind of think it does. What do you think? I mean, I've, I love kale. I mean, it's I not do. mint, but I mean. No, it's not. Yeah. But there is a smell. Cabbage. You can smell when your mom's making corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. You know it, right? <clears throat> my mom does not make corned beef and cabbage. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mama made corned beef and cabbage. I'm not that Holly. Half. <laughs> right. No, okay. So, so it's more what you eat than what. So, so no, I'm, no, no. It's genetics is what I'm saying is it's genetics. And it's also what you eat. So Your what diet. I'm saying is if you come to Guam and your genetics has proven that this high humidity environment and climate is making you have the stank, the stinky, the the HBO, horrible body odor, then it's time to maybe um, because I can't you can't do anything about your genetics. Correct. Right. There's nothing I can do about my genetics. I was born this way. So then maybe once you get to Guam, if you're noticing that your HBO is worse than it's ever been then maybe cut back on the meat cut back on the broccoli cut mm. back on um the dairy products cut back on and, and maybe you'll see an improvement okay can i take the converse argument right what if i still want to eat my daily allowance of of dairy products and of red meat and everything or is there anything else i can eat in a greater concentration that would take away from body odor like um i've heard that 
um, citric acid fruits. I was just going to say. Can do well for you. So like, like your pineapples, your um, yeah. so if oranges. You create an acidic environment in your body. Does the acid then kill the sulfur? Yeah. You have a, you have a solvent, then you have an acid, and then, yeah, it, it could. But dang, how much orange juice you got to drink? How much lemon Exactly. How so much okay, do you okay. got to drink to so, counteract? So what are what so are, I my what recommendation is if you if you come to Guam and you notice your stank, your is just crazy. Like it's crazy insane. You can smell yourself, right? You're you're in the car and you're like, "What the heck's that smell?" Oh, it's me. Then maybe just consider changing your diet, adding a little bit more of citric, like you said. Therein lies a problem, though. Orange juice, lemon juice. Why? Lime. Why? Okay, well, sorry. Let, let's get to that first. Okay, Lime. what are the why, why? Why is that a problem? Because not everybody is aware of of, and as Socrates would always say, you know, self awareness is the key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To enlightenment. Okay. Um, having a fulfilled life. Not everybody will realize they're funky. And so that's why I pose the question: Do we tell our friends, our coworkers, our significant other, they have body odor? Or halitosis. Do we do it? We're going to get to halitosis in just a minute. Okay. Do we do it? No, or, I would, or I would do we just you... zip it? Zip it. Okay. Keep quiet. Let's not address this issue. Let them stink. What do, what do, we, what do you guys want to do? It's altruistic because if, if somebody is giving off such an offensive stench that it's, real, it's, it's slowing down productivity in your organization, it's just offending everybody. Whoa, you've obviously dealt with some serious... We have. Slows down productivity. Yeah, in this company particularly. <laughs> Um, oh! There may be little kids oh, who are in down productivity. There may be little okay. kids running around right. who are insensitive to right. you know to being cordial, and they may Absolutely. say, "They may be, oh my God, who smells like talkie?" God bless the children because they don't do that. Yeah, day. but I mean that ma- that makes for a very awkward situation. <laughs> God, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, you stink. Right? Do yeah. we do it? Okay, so it's it's things you can eat. So yes. Back back off as you, you said. Back off of the sulfur it. foods. Increase perhaps the citric acid. Yes. The, yes. So so again, pineapples, oranges, lemons, limes. Anything else? Peaches? Maybe day. No. Maybe bathe daily. Good God! You would hope. Yeah. Perhaps perhaps even more than once. Yeah. You know. The great Tom Hanks actually said when when he was at the peak of his career as an actor, he said. The thing that he always credits as a secret of his success is yeah. he changes his socks daily. If he was working what? on a TV show... We don't change your socks every day? No. Your feet sweat, ladies and gentlemen. No. You have to change I mean, your socks like, every day. Like me. Well, and, I, and I tried this when I was working at a telecom company. I would come into work and I'd have like a separate pair of socks. I'd come into work and I'd have the same dress socks from 8 to 12. And then when I take like my lunch break, I would change my socks. And I was like, you know, it gives you a refreshing feel. Yes. Um, even if you're not, you know, profusely sweating and you're walking around, you know, all squishy and everything mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. is a separate medical condition. We can talk about that. Because swap foot can kill you, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That's true. If you spend any time in the military, I'm sure Uncle Ken would, they say, change your socks regularly. If you have moisture inside your socks, make sure you change your socks. Because feet stink, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. How many times have someone taken off their shoes and you're like, what's that smell? Oh, yeah. You could put your shoes back on in my house, <laughs> yeah. right? Because our culture is take your shoes off when you come in the house. But there are some people like, go ahead and put it back on then because okay. we can't handle Okay, so it. now we know about diet. Um, what about over-the-counter products or are, are there any things like mouthwash or deodorant or th- things that have to be prescribed by a doctor just for people that have, you know, just uncontrollable, uncontrollable BO yeah. or abnormal BO? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, 
um, there's so many different products out there in the world. You know, the Japanese, the Oki company, they made this fabric and this material where you can buy this deodorant suit. That's what it's called, a deodorant suit. Hmm. And the fabric has silver ions to fight off bacterium fungus. So if you're one of those people that sweat a lot, you may want to go to the AOKI Japanese website, see if that's something you want to invest in. There's also this new FDA-approved, um, it's like a wipe. It's called uh, QBREXZA. How do you enunciate that? I don't even think that's a pronounceable. Well, it's an acronym. <laughs> no, that's the name of the... Kubrexa? Kubrexa. Kubrexa. All right. And what you do is you lift your fafa, afafa, afafa up, and then you wipe it. You wait a little while, and then it's supposed to help you to not sweat and have the BO. So, yeah, there's Hopefully. some things. Then you have... I have worked with some people, not necessarily in this company, but in, in my career where I swear they walk in the room and if, it, if it's hot outside, especially like around the neck area. Okay. Yes. And you walk in and it's like you would think that's, that a bottle of vinegar just broke and, and spilled all <laughs> over the place. And it was like, what the hell is that? You know, that's so funny because people always ask me about apple cider vinegar and I'm always like, I can't drink it because it just smells so bad. But everybody says vinegar is great. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm not. We're, we're, yeah, we're not making light of the fact that this is a serious medical it's problem. It's totally person, serious. Person totally people. serious. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, psychologically, it's incredibly embarrassing. Can you imagine, like, okay, there's something I was, I was going to say. Can you imagine little kids going through this? Is body odor gen, in your experience and in your me, in your training, is this something that develops at youth or does it get worse with age? The key word, ladies and gentlemen, is puberty. Once you hit puberty, things ah. start to, yeah. Okay. So when that voice changes, right? Hey, yeah. Jen, I was wondering if you'd like to go to movies. <laughs> so the voice changes, puberty hits. Chicks start looking good. Right, your girl starts menstruating. Puberty's hit, ladies and gentlemen. Start getting hair we, on my legs. And yeah, everywhere else you start, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then puberty hits. Nervous. Sweat, sweat oils and glands start uh, maturing and they start working. And ladies and gentlemen, we have body odor. Okay. But it, does it get worse with age? Absolutely. Okay. It does. It does. Uh, have you ever seen any cases where young children will have like, you know, abnormal amounts of body or to the point where, you know, a doctor would have to prescribe certain, you know, um, products like the ones you were just talking about where you... Not not young, not young children in the elementary level. In Mm. in you know, I have twenty years of nursing experience, and in the elementary level, I don't see it. But in the middle school, where puberty typically hits, Mm -hmm. right, middle school, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade, Mm -hmm. right, then then yeah. What's up, fellow online addicts? I'm Asha, and it's literally my job to scour the internet every day to see what you guys are saying about our stories and to see what you're snarking on. If you got beef with a particular island issue, we'll give your voice an extra boost on trend spotting. It's our weekly rundown of everything that's got you buzzing and what conversations you can't look away from. From the serious to the silly, from ludicrous news to legit headlines, from the weirdest Instagram posts to the most retweeted stories, 
introduced to the insane DMs we get, we're going to show you the deeper side of what's making group chats, what's trending, and what you're sharing. So check out Trendspotting on YouTube, on Facebook Live, and on IGTV, all at KUAM News. If you've got something to say, sound off. We'll find you. And now, back to your show right here on the KUAM Podcast Network. Have you ever seen people produce significant body odor that isn't related to sweat? Yeah. Everything, everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, 100%. Because okay. everything we've been talking about to this point has been, okay, well, it's, it's hot, you sweat, you know, like you, you give off a certain funk. But, yeah. Um, but w- yeah. What, what are some other cases where people, it's, it's just not a sweat thing? Because that's news to me because every, everyone I've, I've ever experienced that was like a little bit on the ripe side, mm-hmm. um, it was just because it's hot. And they, and they were sweating, and then they came in the room. And, and then they like, had the genetics. Yeah. And then they ate the high meat diet, and then they ate the, yeah, it's, it's the whole big, right, okay. picture. Like, the, it's all of it together, and then you have the body odor. And I'm sure there is a correlation between being generally unhealthy and having body odor for pe- people that are more on the, on the overweight, obese side rather than someone who's, you know, say... Um, Yes. In tip-top fitness. Yes. But you and I have met people that their BMI is greater than 25%. They're either considered um, obese or overweight, and mm-hmm. they don't have body odor. Yeah. Right? So um, and so we don't want to generalize. Yeah, I definitely don't want to ge- I, I mean, dang, like I have so many friends that are over the BMI of 25 five that they they don't have any body odor but i think that's because they take the energy and the time and the commitment to identify that they had that they have to shower daily mm-hmm. use a different type of soap that kind of um fights the odor um use a different kind of de- uh, underarm deodorant um and so one of the things is like do natural underarm deodorants work better than then the fragrance, the organic stuff, right? Okay, th- there's a good, there's a good question. Right? There, there was always um, a difference between women and men. I noticed yeah. because um, the the deodorant sticks, right? The ones that actually leave like yes. a white residue. Yeah. Most women would not want to do that because right? Because we pay so much money for our blouses, ladies and gentlemen. Like yeah. we if, can't ruin this. And if right? you're wearing a well, and if you're wearing and a you, sleeveless it, blouse, you get pissed off when you go to the dry cleaners and they go, "We can't take this stain out of the two under." And we're like, "What?" But I you know what? Books for that. But you know what? My my unique body chemistry is I cannot use uh, like the clear stick or like those roll-ons. Yeah, I yeah. tried using that. It irritates the hell out of my out of it my skin. Irritates? Like I'll be itching like like crazy. Ah. I could never use this. I've I've tried it like maybe two or three times in my life, even once by accident. And that kind of stuff just does not react well with me. So my thing is I ride or die with like with the white <laughs> sticks. Okay. All right. Got it. Yeah. Well, well, different strokes, different folks. Yeah. Right. So we have interesting choice of words because you with the stroke, <laughs> stroke with it, the, right? yeah with the no pun intended yeah with the, uh, with the deodorant. So I'm going to tell you that for me, like the natural underarm deodorant works for me, but I can tell you that for some of my girlfriends, it doesn't work. They'll be like, you know that underarm deodorant that's made of crystals and gems. And diamonds, it doesn't work for me. I still okay. have BO. That's, so, just, that's just fancy marketing. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like 
like it. So I don't know. I feel like it works for okay. me. Okay, you were you were mentioning about different soap, right? Um, yeah. Bo- body wash has been very very popular for at least a decade. Now. Absolutely. But in that, again, getting back to like the marketing side, there's some that it says it's more hydrating. There are some that says it's refreshing because they've got menthol in it. It's got these like like you said like these tiny little crystals that are. It says. Uh, cleansing crystals. It's, yes. it's better for the skin. Yes. If your primary concern is to eliminate body odor, what should consumers be looking for? The, you, you know what? There Can I use body, body washers? Do I still use bar soap? Yeah, yeah, totally. Use body wash. Do you Either or. Use bo- okay. Yeah. But you've got to find the one that works for you. And, and and if you have family members or significant other that'll tell you the truth, you, you should use that product. Ask them, do you still think I have body odor Mm -hmm. and if they say yay nay then go with it like that because different strokes for different folks right Mm -hmm. some people are like i think this product really works for my body odor and then there are some folks that are like this didn't do crap for my body odor it was all natural it was made of dandelions and roses and it didn't work um so you you want to make sure that you find that and then you find a trusted friend that's going to tell you the truth because I don't know if Jason and I will tell you the and truth. And it doesn't necessarily... Will we tell, you, will we tell somebody the truth? I'll I tell you the truth. Yeah, I, would. I, I would tell you the truth. Well, this also doesn't necessarily mean you have to break the bank and go out and find oh, the no. most expensive product. No, 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 no. Never, but, ever. But, it, but however, this may cost you a little bit initially because like you just said, it's it's a series of experiments and it's trial and error until you Absolutely. find out what works for you. Absolutely, because we all have d- different genetics. Somebody could be Filipino, American, Chamorro... Mm-hmm. Filipino, all of us have gif- different genetics. And so what does the genes mean in all of that? I don't know. Okay, can I, can What's I ask, your diet? Can I, I ask something that's really going to break the hearts of all of our Chamorro and Filipino? Oh, listeners? yeah, 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 yeah. What effect on body odor does eating pika have? Oh, it's actually not recommended. Oh. <laughs> Which I tried to tell some family members. So if you got the stank, yeah. you might want to cut back on your doni. The stank brings it up. Cayenne. Yeah. Are there are there any, are there any types Ooh, of which chamorros and Filipinos eat cayenne? I eat cayenne. Well, that's my hobby side. Yeah. Okay. So Uncle are, Ken, you eat cayenne? He doesn't even know how to spell cayenne. What? Uncle Ken, you eat cayenne? No. Yeah. Uncle Ken, like, I've seen Uncle Ken eat, eat some Cajun food really? before. Uncle Ken, all Uncle right, Ken likes the right. cuisine of the Creole. All right. All right. Okay, but but what about like are there any types of peppers? In terms of degree, Dude, that have, you are that have, do, going too culinary for me. I don't know. I okay. just know that spicy curry type of foods. Curry, I didn't think of that. Brings out brings out the funk. It, okay, it brings the funk out, and then you go, "What did you eat?" Because the funk's there. So, okay, if you're gonna go on a date with a KUAM's most eligible bachelor, Mr. Julius Santos. <laughs> Do not eat curry or spicy food right before you go on a date with Mr. Salas because, yeah, might you might not get a second date. They will tell you. <laughs> I don't know where you guys are getting all of this supplementary information, but, you know, you're like, like we know you so well, right? If you're getting this off of Wikipedia, I've got some, I've got some <laughs> editing to do, apparently. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, there, there's another type of, um, of body odor we have. We kind of like lightly touched on it before, but... Bad breath. Oh, God. The, the scientific term for this, Jen, is? Halitosis. Halitosis. Now, is there a difference? Because I've, I've heard uh. of halitosis, and then there's chronic halitosis. Oh, gosh. I have known two people in my lifetime uh. that have had this, and it is no, uh. yeah, it is no uh. joking matter. Yeah. Um, 
can you talk to me over there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and as a nurse, I'm like, hey, why don't you wear this face mask? Because I, I, I think I heard you coughing two seconds ago. You, like, got, that wasn't me coughing. Just wear the face mask. But, but as someone who has like a, who has training as a healthcare practitioner to be compassionate, yeah. I'm sure you would say your heart goes out to these people because it's an, an incredibly embarrassing and humiliating condition to have. If they know. Right. Which goes back to what I was saying. You don't. If they you don't, don't know, know, they're like all up in your two feet of space. How do you know if you stink? Right? How do you know if you stink? Because you live with this stuff all the time, so you're just used to it. So how do you know if your breath stinks? Right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Th- th- there's a good question. Is is there a way? Is there a test that you can take? Is there an over-the-counter product like like almost like a breathalyzer that you can take? And it's like okay, you have a higher concentration of no, I haven't sulfur, heard of bacteria. One. But let's be real. Twenty-five percent of Americans. I think I can build today. that for you actually. <laughs> Okay, so 25... I've got the brains, (laughs) you've got the look, let's make lots of money. Let's do it, partner. 25% of Americans have halitosis. Like, what is the halitosis from? Uh, Most of the research I did, bottom line, uh, is it from smoking cigarettes? Is Mm. it from drinking your 20th cup of coffee, right? Coffee breath, right? Um, okay, every time I go to the dentist, they always ask me, they're like, do you drink, do you drink a lot of coffee or tea? Do they really? Yeah. And uh, I mean, obviously... I've never a, had that question. A asked. dentist's context and their concern would be, okay, if you have, di- you have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coloration of the teeth, that's mm-hmm. probably the reason, but... Do but, you? Do you I drink a lot of coffee and I don't tea? Dr- I don't drink coffee. I drink tea every once in a while. So... Well, I don't drink coffee or not. So how come your dentist is asking you that? No, they, they just ask. Oh. Know, it's, it's part of their routine, but... Oh, my dentist never asked me that. All right. Well, you've got amazing teeth anyway. So no, I'm just I, saying. I hate like, you. Your teeth no. are so white. I, no. I wish you guys could see this on the podcast. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I didn't know it was a general. Okay, question. put it this way. I would use whiteout on my teeth if I could get my teeth to be. Ah, like, oh, all right. Which, uh, which, by the way, is not advisable. Don't, that was a joke. Everybody, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, please do not. Yeah, that, that's not smart. <laughs> so, the research I did. Back said, to halitosis. And let's just be for reals. 25% of you. For realsies. If your coworker or your BFF has halitosis, 25% of you, it's because they're just not practicing good oral hygiene. So, what's good oral hygiene? Right. How long do you guys got to brush your teeth? Does anybody know? Okay. Anybody? Oh my gosh, Uncle have, Ken. No, what is it? You have to sing the happy birthday song, right? Yeah, twice. Oh, twice. twice? Okay. Twice. Uncle Ken knows that, right? So you brush your teeth. I tried teeth doing for that. Te- I almost choked on my. What? Like, I do it every month. What? No, I mean you can sing in your head, but I actually. Oh, sing. I see what you're saying. You're singing. You're literally singing to yourself <laughs> while you're brushing your teeth. God bless you, Jason. Yeah. You don't gotta literally sing to yourself. Okay, so, so it is. So it is about brushing your teeth, right? And gargling using an a mouthwash that kills the bacteria in between in between. The teeth and in the gum. In the gums. How long do you mouthwash? How about the same amount? You're supposed to do it for a minute, right? One to two minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, Of course, if you do it two minutes, it's better. Let's talk about product again, because again, mouthwash is a huge market. Um, There's a lot of like whiz bang features that um, scope or that Listerine or that all of these companies like they pack into there to make it seem sexy and poppy and like really appeal to you um they'll say does not include alcohol does not leave a burning sensation last for eight hours um again little crystals that'll help you um (laughs) do this stuff and everything what is the number one component or the number one feature that if people have halitosis they really should be looking out for i feel like like 
Because there are some that just that just mask it. They just make your breath smell okay for yeah, like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, it, yeah. it really doesn't kill the bacteria though. Yeah, for me, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. Like if it if I don't go like, damn, that shit burned. Like damn i be brushing my teeth like i have to have some, that was about as real as you've ever right i gotta have like some kind of sensation in my mouth after i'm done brushing and mouth washing for me to believe that it really killed the bacteria on my tongue and and throughout my gum oral brush your right okay. oh yeah you gotta brush your tongue ladies and gentlemen talk about that talk about that for and, a minute Jen, and because- you gotta brush the back and you're almost gagging but don't gag please okay. brush your tongue that's that's another key oh, to yeah most people do don't not, be vomiting yeah most people do not realize that the tongue actually Ooh, has who doesn't an insane in 2019 who does not realize that they have to brush their tongue jason there's a lot of people who don't do how many people actually look at? How many people? Who look does at your not? Tongue? Everybody knows they have to brush Some their tongue. <laughs> okay, I before we started this podcast, when I was in my office, I actually, you know, I have an. I've always been obsessed about like oral hygiene, right? Me too, me so, too. So I actually, I brush my teeth. I have Sonicare. I use the dental oh, picks. Me too, me um, too. And I use Listerine. Damn, we're like BFFs forever. I know. All right. I want my side of the. I want my brain back. I know. Um, All right. Um, but doing that, I did not brush my tongue though. And I only learned. Ladies, but he, ladies, if you go out with Jason tonight, you brush it now, right? Good Lord. (laughs) You're really fixated on it. You brush it now. Who needs Tinder when you've got Nurse Jen? I know. You brush it now, right? I did not brush it this morning, actually. What? Okay. And what? Okay. But but explain it. Why is it so important that people brush their tongue? Okay. If you don't brush your tongue, ladies and gentlemen, go to the mirror, stick your tongue out, and look at it. And, And. and what should I be looking for? Dun, da, da, dun. You will see uk uk on your tongue. Uk uk. Coffee, the whatever you ate for. Yeah. And why is that? Because the tongue is actually almost like a sponge that yes. will. It's got crevices and caverns that retain food particles, cells that ultimately become bacteria. dead cells. Bacteria. That become bacteria. So brush it and and that. How do I know if I'm doing it right? Oh my goodness, it's not it's not rocket science. And is it? Do I have to go all the way under the tongue and around like around the side? Under the tongue, or just okay? Because I'm not. I Gene, like, I'm not Gene Simmons. All right. I, I want you to do a demonstration of under the tongue. I cannot do under the tongue. <laughs> Dang, Jason can do under the tongue, no, ladies okay. and gentlemen. <laughs> no, I mean, do, or, is it just? Do you just brush on the, yes. the top surface of the tongue? Yes. Okay, and how far back? Because again, you don't want to go far as far back and before you gag. Yes, correct. Do not hit. Do not hit your gag reflex because the last thing we want you to do is you're performing good oral hygiene, and then you're vomiting all the stuff from your gastrointestinal tract. Yeah, and uh, and if you think if you think you've got body odor stinky. problems, wait till you like try and cough up bile. Right. Let's not get into that. And then you're back to stinky. Okay. Stinky. Okay. So, how about Jen? How about people that um, still have their tonsils? Uh, oh. Because does that contribute to halitosis? Because you know, the tonsils, the tonsils are, they say, the gateway to the esophagus, and they actually prevent um, large food particles, so you won't choke, right? Right. So, look, I read one research article that said, yeah, if your tonsils retain bad odor, then yeah, you could have bad breath, but it's not like the major culprit 
a bad breath. Um, Have you ever heard of tonsil stones? No. Okay, never. at my age, I get them Ladies and gentlemen, infrequently. Listen to Nurse Jason. Okay, ner- thank you. What is tonsil stones? Tonsil Nurse stones, Jason. and I've done extensive research on this. Tonsil stones are actually um, uh, they're calcified sulfur. That be- sulfur, oh, okay, which we talked about yeah, earlier. It's food particles, and, and I would I would dare say that in terms of getting rid of halitosis and just being practicing better oral hygiene, make sure you thoroughly chew your food. Don't just have a piece of pizza and and grind the whole so thing. So culture, like, so yeah. tonsil stones occur from not so, chewing. Well, it's it's leftover food particles that may get lodged in the in the tonsil crypts, as they call them, right? And they get stuck in there, or it's also post nasal drip if you've had a cold and um, and mucus and stuff just like drips back there, and then it calcifies, and all of that stuff kind of like um, gathers together and makes like a like a. Uh, it calcifies, so it's like a, like a soft little thing, and basically, it's a big ball of sulfur, and it can produce some really really funky breath. But what what'll happen is when it gets too big, that it begins to fill the the tonsil crypt. It just pops out naturally, um, and then you know you don't have to worry about. So it. that's go the on, same go concept. On YouTube and look at this up. It is fascinating. It is also gross as hell. So that is the same concept as. Uh, um, so I have a girlfriend. She lost one of her back teeth. And she says all the time when she's eating, a food gets stuck in that hole in mm-hmm. the back of her tooth. And then she says her breath starts to stink. And then every once in so, a while, she may be sitting there and she'll feel like, yeah. oh, I've got something in my throat. And yeah. she winds up coughing up something. And she says it's not until she gets a toothpick and actually takes that stuck food item yeah. out of that hole in the back of her teeth. And then when she takes it out, then the stink goes away. Yeah. So she totally believes. And she said most of the time she finds meat in that hole. Yeah. The sparab she ate it from the barbecue or the steak she ate or the short rib she ate. It's mm-hmm. typically a meat that's found in that hole in the back of her tooth. And then she says when she gets a toothpicker or some device to pull it out, she says, Jen, the stench is so bad. I'm offended myself. <laughs> so I'm mm. like, whoa, okay. <laughs> no, it, it is. It, Puga, yeah. It is very. Oh, yeah. Puga can get stuck. How about for people that chew beet on it? Yeah. Okay. So. So beetle chewing, smoking, all of that. What yeah. about va- what about vaping? Because I would, you know, there's leftover. Even though like it's supposed to smell like a blueberry strawberries patch or, yeah, and or, mangoes and. Whatever. How about all of that like residual stuff that winds up in the back of your throat? Dude, I have no clue. Got to do more research. I can't. I can't assume it would be. It would be good. So. Take the time and take care of your body, everybody, because your body takes care of you. And Absolutely. Be- believe it or not, everything we're talking about, like right now, about your body producing these unbelievable, like smells mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. can that have varying degrees of of being mm-hmm. um, offensive to certain people. Mm-hmm. These are actually defense mechanisms, right, Jen? Yeah, absolutely. To prevent you from getting sick, to prevent you from becoming basically septic. Yes, I agree. To prevent you from choking, like like we were just talking about the tonsil thing. You know, it's yes. Have you ever heard of the one where people say to you, how come your poop stinks, but my poop doesn't stink? <laughs> oh, my crap don't stink. <laughs> like when they say that? Oh, my God. You're like my mom. My mom, princessa, queen. How come my poop doesn't stink, but yours does? <laughs> what, what's that about? Doesn't all poop stink, everybody? What? What? Well, again, if poop you, doesn't stink. The entirety of your life, you become conditioned to to your own body smell. So do you really know... Ah, that you're really, really funky. That's a good point, Mister. Yeah, Jason. But yeah, but I also yeah, read. Yeah. Some, I also watched this really enlightening uh, show on History Channel once, and they said they were talking about um, 
uh, about odors. Okay. And they said that that fecal matter is the and Jen's actually trying to drink while I talk about this kind of thing. Sorry, Jen. Um, they actually talk about fecal matter is the most offensive smell um, to human beings. They just they cannot tolerate it. Gosh, I kind of think vomit is the worst for me as a nurse. Okay, well, I, def- I defer. Lie. I defer to your expertise. Yeah. I- I'm not gonna lie. Like as a nurse, they press the call light. I pooped. I'm gonna poop. Can you bring me a bedpan? And then we kind of close the curtain. We wait for them. Give them their privacy. I'm okay with it. It's kind of when, I don't know what it is for me, but when they start to vomit, then I I kind of want to vomit. <laughs> I'm kind of like I'm gonna vomit with you. Like I can't stand your smell right mm. now. So, um, but that's interesting. That you're you made of some pretty it. stern stuff. If you're gonna be a, a nurse, oh my like- gosh, you totally visuals. Smelling all of it, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta be one up. And and in your twenty years as as a registered nurse, you've worked in the ER. Yes, yes, yes. You've worked in trauma centers. Yes, yes. Uh, you've have you done hospice care? No, I have not. Okay, well that that that's that's another. I personally, too. mentally, spiritually, don't think I could. Oh, but you also worked with like uh, young people too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you worked in pediatrics. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But hospice is one of those like. That's a hard one. Okay, let, let's talk about uh, let's talk about poop though. Poop, poop. We were so, going to get to this at some point. The moral of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, it's all about your diet, right? If you that's simple. Eat what, high go, what goes sul- in comes out. Ugh. If you eat high sulfur foods, then the research studies show then your poop is going to have a more offensive odor to it versus if you are a vegetarian and Mm -hmm. you eat more veggies then your poop does not have so much as okay we're not spraying the whole we're not spraying the bathroom and all the adjacent okay now however this particular condition is something that is typically it's very very private yes it's also very personal i mean you're not going to go and crap on the floor in the office, I would I would hope. <laughs> what? Otherwise, your your human what? resources department. Nobody is at KUAM poops on the floor. We would, we would hope. Um, okay, but how about something that that most people even have a tendency to do in more public settings? What about farting? Ah, uh, Mr. Jason had to go here. Okay, because not ever not like I said, not everybody's going to drop trout in the middle of no of. Epau Beach during a concert at the amphitheater, and you know. And look, let's. However, be, when it when it comes to breaking wind, people do that all the time in every setting. Yeah, can you can you hold your fart? Can you hold it? And is that dangerous to your body? I, I don't think it is, but can you hold it? I can hold it. <laughs> I can hold it till I get in the car or until I go all the way home. Can you hold it? If we're together. Eating lunch. If we're together and I'm, then uh, and you're not holding you, it, we're not together anymore. <laughs> I can guarantee you that. Right? Game over, Jen. <laughs> the Jace and Jen experiment <laughs> failed. Got it. Got it. Okay. Got it. No. Okay. Let's get back to that in just a second. But there is there is one thing also. Um, how about uh, offensive urine? Because I I have read somewhere. I read this years and years and years ago. Um, that women are naturally more inclined to be better at holding their pee than men. Yeah, of course. That, that is that is scientific fact? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Because if I got a pee, I can hold it within reason, but I'm not, like, I always make sure I go before we do, like, the news. Because but let's be th- real, th- ladies. 20, when you minutes, go out, hold. whose line's longer? We have the urgency to pee more often than men do, Very but true. we can hold it longer than men, but we have the urgency to urinate more than men mm-hmm. so that's a 
catch twenty two. Okay. Catch, yeah. So does that does that does that apply to farting too? Gosh, no, 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 no. Farting and urinating, two different animals. Completely different. I guess you, you can be you animals. can be like kind of discreet, right? You can be like a little bit like <laughs> two different animals. Or you can always blame somebody else. Blame, <laughs> blame the guy in the room. Everybody does. It's you know it's the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> you have your small intestines, your large intestines. You have your cold. All you could cut that. one right now and you'd say you, it was me, and everybody would believe absolutely you. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Gee, thanks. But Nurse Jen doesn't do stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, and of, and of course Jason is Jason is an absolute savage. Right, right, so. right. Um, so. Yeah, and then some people have s- mutung f- farts and some don't, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, but what, what um, if people have, or if they if they have noticed that their urine um, you, if has, you're, has, ta- it, has taken a sudden uh, sudden turn and smells really really look fishy. if your urine stinks, it's it's probably most likely due to a medication. And, oh, and, and, and I, I was going to say that that's caused to, or to your position, you right? have signs and symptoms of a urinary tract infection. Um, ah. You know, if your urine ha, or an STD, correct. If your urine sticks, stinks, STD, urinary tract infection, a medication, something, something abnormal. Yeah, is going on. Mm-hmm. It's not a normal occurrence for you to go. What? What did I just urinate out? That's mm-hmm. that's wrong, and I'm offended by my own urine. How about how about I mean, slightly related? How about if your urine has a high concentration of bubbles? Ah, foam. Yeah, foam. Exactly. Like if it looks like you just peed, like you know the the man, um, the Portuguese man of war uh, foam, jellyfish foam, and then that because that is uh, that's protein, right? That's being yes, released by your body. Yes, absolutely. Is that a dangerous thing, or is that is that good? Yeah, you can't have too much protein, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So, if you're working out and you're doing a high uh, protein intake, uh, you, you got to release it at the same time. So, you guys, um, that's why you should hire a personal trainer. So he kind of monitors how much you're working out, how much protein intake, or a nutritionist, right? How much protein intake you're doing. Because there is a such thing as too much protein intake mm-hmm. if you're trying to get a nice, fit, healthy, awesome body. You, you can have too much protein. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you regulate how much protein. And so I'm told, like, when you get a personal trainer... They are going to help you regulate both your protein intake and 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 exercise mm-hmm. at the same time. Okay, so basically, like wrapping up this this third act of our three act play. Um, right. <laughs> not a, not everybody has has bo. Everybody no. everybody's crap stinks. No, mine smells like roses. And I'm going to take your word on that. I, I would rather I would rather not qualify yeah. that. No. Roses. From from what I hear, like vegetarians, people that don't have a high sulfur diet. Okay. Oh, good good their, point. Their their poop is pretty. It's it's not offensive. But you're eating. You're if you are vegetarian, vegan, um, lacto ovo, pescatarian, whatever like that, you're getting a high concentration of leafy greens. Yeah. yeah Therefore, yeah. you're making yourself even more regular. Yeah, yeah. So I would think that you'd have like a little bit more. Healthy poop. R- healthy but ripe. Healthy and ripe poop. Okay, we're going we're gonna to do healthy, ripe poop. Healthy, ripe 
Yeah, or but I mean, you know, no, it's, it's, got, it's got a little bit of a tinge to it because you're eating so many vegetables. Right, right. Well, it depends if you're eating the okay. the broccoli and the kale and the okay. Um, cauliflower. Okay, wrapping up. Yes. People listening to this, I mean, you know, hopefully we've, we've made people laugh. We're educating people. Yeah, and that's, that's, yeah. what, that's why we created this podcast is that's what we want to do. Yes. But people are probably subjectively and personally listening to this. It's like, wow. I can identify with at least a few things that Jen and Jace have said. I totally can't. Yep, 100%. At what point, if any of this applies to them, should they actually consider seeking professional help? Yeah. I'm going to be real. My my boyfriend was complaining when we were were sexually intimate. If your significant other. I I don't sweat. If a family member. And let's be real. If you're... Your child, who children love to tell the truth, they they ain't trying to like impress you, mom and dad. If your if your child, who's whatever eight nine years old, from says, the mouths of babes flow words of wisdom. Absolutely, says mom, your breath doesn't smell good. You're, you're I, you know, y- kids are not trying to in any way, shape, or form to offend you. Your significant other is not trying. They want to be with you forever and ever, amen. So you should heed that advice. And then I, I believe that if, for any reason, if somebody you love or a child tells you that you have um, stinky, stanky <laughs> stench. <laughs> you got the funk. You got the funk. Jason's real calling is to be a senior, I think. Um, Bring back the I- 70s, man. <laughs> think that then you should go and knock on your door for your doctor and say can you help me out okay okay it was so much fun hanging a final final question final question okay as a nurse correct 20 years on the job you got your degree from this from the university of texas el paso dang yes i did home of tim hardaway yes the utep two-step yeah yep right okay yep but in all, in all your professional training, have you ever assisted or actually performed a procedure known as an ear flush? Yes. <laughs> you've, you've done ear flushes before? Yeah, yeah. Because I... That's another vomit. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> people, don't, people don't realize because how, how would you be able to smell something inside your ear? But if you actually get condensed, mm-hmm. impacted mm-hmm. earwax that has been sitting in the kind of earwax that already mm-hmm. turns dark, mm-hmm. brown, if not like dark yellow, when that kind of stuff comes out of you... I have heard people that have had it done and they're mm-hmm. like, dude, my earwax smelled worse than when I've had like diarrhea. Uh, I've done it twice in my career. I know nurses that put the, and they put on three masks. And I'm not going to lie, both times, like, uh, yeah, it's a little, yeah, it's a little like, what the, <laughs> what was growing in your ear? Yeah. Ear- uh, yeah. And is this, a, is this indicative of infection or is that just the nature of earwax if be, it's, if it it's old be, earwax? Yeah, it could be both. Infection, yeah, your hearing's infected, um, you're having ear pain in that area, the left ear hurts, all of it. Sound, you can't hear as much as you usually hear. So all of it is when a physician says it's time to do an ear irrigation, which... I do it every year and a half, honestly, just to, just good, to clear good, good, out good. stuff. You should, And ladies, because as a news yeah. anchor, you know, like those, those ear pieces that we have to wear? Yeah. Because a few years ago... And so everybody we, wears the same earpiece, right? No, hell no. Oh, you have your own. Are you insane? I don't have my own here at KUAM. How do I get my... Oh, I have to be Jason Solace to get my own. Well... Got it. Uh, all right. You want to anchor primetime? I have to be the king to get Not my at own. all. No, but, but basically like... I share with everybody. Sabrina and I wore like those earpieces and I noticed that after after yes. like a couple years, I was, I was like, you know, like... Yes. I felt like a ringing and everything and they looked inside and they're like, oh, you wear that earpiece? You have a significant amount of... of 
impacted earwax in the ear. Where, in which where are you work. getting your ear irrigated? You're doing it yourself or you're going to a doctor's office? They told me to try to do myself. I was like, I'm not doing it. And they basically gave me like an Yeah, because ladies and gentlemen, like an you can do it at home but or you can do it at a doctor's office. Yeah, I, well, you I'm can... sorry. I'm crazy, but I ain't stupid. Oh, okay. And All so right. I, I went over to Express Care, our good friend, Dr. Yitkalam, and her, yeah. and her, and they were, they're like amazing. They, they basically, they put like a wax softener in your ear yes. for about 10 minutes. Yes. And that breaks up everything. And then they basically take like a little gun. Yes. That's like a spray bottle. And then they just spray it. And then the ear canal fills with water because it can't go like into your head and all over the place. And you know this. Why am I, why am I? No, no, no. We're, you're not. You're, you're telling our listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Tell okay. my listeners. I, I just yeah, feel so incompetent when like, talking to you about no, 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 the, pr- no, no, the process. No, 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 I didn't even realize And then the this. pressure actually lets it get out. But depending on how bad it is. Yeah. You can get some funk that comes out of there. Yeah. I mean, visually, in terms of the material that comes out, and then once that stuff like hits open air, right? Woo! Woo! Happy birthday, Jason! Okay, okay, okay. How do you say po ear? How do you say po ear? How do you say po earwax? Po afafa earwax. How do you say that? Po Ah, there Botalanga. you go. But yeah. point to be made, Jen, that is something that people probably should consider I getting. I agree. I 100% In terms agree. of hygiene, but you will be disgustingly surprised <laughs> at how nasty your earwax no. will be when it comes out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you go, it's just something between you and your physician. Yeah. Right? Or if you're going to do it in your house, just you and your... But it stinks! Yeah, it does stink. Because <laughs> we're getting the funk out of your ear. There you go. Yeah, we're getting I'm, it out. Okay. Hopefully we have um, enlightened you and given you some hope. Yes. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Well, uh, fi- final words, Jen, about, about body odor and all things... Body odor. Funky. You should ask your trusted friends. If they tell you that you have stinky breasts, stinky hair, stinky body, stinky fafa... They're not trying to hurt you. They're really trying to help you. That's so, a true friend right there. Yeah. W- would you tell me if I stank, Jen? I, I would because we're friends. Now, would I tell a coworker? Uh, I don't know. 50-50. Would you tell a coworker? I'm actually the opposite. I would tell a coworker because I got to work with a dude. All right? You would tell a coworker before you tell a friend? But a friend. I would tell a friend. Okay, if I, if I told. See, this is why wim- women, women and men are dead. I'd claw my eyes out. No. No. No, not at all. I would be like, I freaking love you. Thank you so much for telling me that. Also, you'd never speak to me for like the next month. <laughs> no, not at all. I would be like, I love you. Thank you for telling me this info. And now get out of my face. <laughs> no, never, never, never. Um, whoever your trusted friends are, especially kids, if kids tell you, take heed their advice, go see a physician, get that issue address all right well until next time and and you know if you would like any topics brought up on nurse jen explains please make sure to message us of course we are on spotify nurse jen is dominating on spotify right now so make sure to follow us on spotify with kum podcast network we're also on apple Podcasts, of course for your ipads and iphones and we are on soundcloud so make sure to follow us there as well. Jen, thank you so much for this. Thank you, Jason. Absolutely fascinating talk. And when are you going out for your dates? Jason looks hot today, tonight. Kioras, what Ag- time? Again, you are legally blind. Kioras. <laughs> you're you're Ladies. Legally, legally blind and apparently. Ladies, if you want to go out with Jason tonight. And insane. Email, text, social. Yeah, and he's there. <laughs> no. Yeah. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We uh, had a great time hanging out with you guys. Um, take care. Be safe.